Hey guys. <clears throat> Alright. <laughs> hey guys. I'm Sam. And I'm Maya. And you're listening to Murder Senses. Ah! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't think we have any business to get into today. Um, we mm. should probably oh, mention... Oh, yes, yes. So, Maya is getting her gallbladder taken out uh, next week. This week? Soon. Next week. So, next I don't... Monday. This episode will be coming out... Yeah, okay. So, this episode will be coming out... Friday. Uh, Friday. So, yeah. The Monday. Coming up. After the... On the 27th. On the 27th. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we might be a little delayed. We have some pre-recorded yeah. episodes. Yeah, we'll we'll still be posting our pre-recorded episodes. Uh, but while my heels, we're definitely not going no. to be posting new episodes. Yeah, so not, not for a little bit at least. At least probably until like a week and a half after yeah. we'll record again. We have a couple of good episodes though. We've we've got some. We've got some some interesting ones coming up for you guys. I think I think it'll be nice. I think you'll like it. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, other than that, I think we're good to just jump right in. Yeah, no, there's nothing that... There's nothing else. So, today, I'm going to be talking about Elliot Roger. Um, Ooh. I've heard of him. I, I, I know his case. I know his face. Or more known as the Virgin Killer or the Eastlivet... <laughs> Isla Vista killer. I we okay. spent like she spent like thirty minutes. She's like, "How do you say that?" So I search it up, and she's like, "Okay," and then still proceeds to say it wrong every single time. And we've been we've been saying it really wrong. <laughs> Did you say bookmark this? No. Why is this bookmarked? <laughs> <laughs> it's a photo of some old lady. So uh, I'll, you know what? I'll post this. To uh, the Instagram and it's the Twitter. It's a meme. Uh, it's just a lady in the air jumping. And the caption is her active a fart propelled her into the air. And somehow, Maybe it's somewhat, just it was the... in my bookmarks. I have another Instagram bookmarked. Oh, no, I didn't bookmark that. I might have accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, I'm gonna look up how to say Isla Vista. Again, uh, just so I pronounce it correctly. Isla Vista. Isla Vista. Isla Vista. All right. Isla and if I Vista. pronounce it, Isla, Isla, I don't know. If I pronounce it wrong, forgive That's me. That's what she's saying, though. Um, Isla Vista. Isla Vista, Isla Vista <laughs> is what wrong. I mean. And we're talking about the Isla Vista murders. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I, get right into it. I'm going to be quoting a lot from his manifesto because it's embarrassing. <laughs> and it was it was it was an interesting read. No words can describe Elliot better than his own, definitely. Well, yeah. Um and I'm just going to put a little disclaimer that I did not read all 141 pages of this stupid ass thing. I would not. I don't blame you. I would not. I'm 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 doing a case too, and I'm reading a book, and I'm I'm reading it, but I'm not writing everything. Yeah, in well, it and like hope. I didn't read all. I didn't. I don't want to hear. I hear his voice in my head. Mm, yeah, he posts YouTube videos or posted. 
Um, and so I, I know what he sounds like, and I could just hear his stupid voice in my head saying all of the words, and <laughs> I couldn't do it. So, might as well just start right at the beginning with his manifesto, right? Yeah. So, part one of his manifesto, describing Elliot's early life, said, quote, on the mer- mor- <laughs> on the morning... On the morning of July 24th, 1991, in a London hospital, I was born. I breathed in the first breath of life as I entered this world. (laughs) (laughs) He makes it so, like... (laughs) So I think he was 21 when he wrote this. Oh my god. Uh, My parents must have been filled with happiness and pride that day. Narcissus. They had just witnessed the birth of their first child, and they named me... Elliot Oliver Robertson Roger. Ooh, so so fancy. This is the this is the story. Uh, he sounds of full Elliot, of already. Uh, yeah, of Elliot Oliver <laughs> Robertson Roger. Yeah, <laughs> he had a really 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 great upbringing. You don't usually hear about that a lot in murder cases. Like no, statistically, a lot of children who no. have like a bad upbringing. Like you and I, I'm jealous. Yeah. I am jealous, and I'm sure a bunch of a bunch of you guys listening are gonna be jealous of his upbringing too. And I'm gonna go into detail about it. Um, this is giving me the idea that he's a spoiled brat. A hundred percent. And we'll talk I more hate about spoiled. Yeah, brats. we'll talk more about how and why he's a spoiled brat and how materialistic he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Benny. <laughs> oh, that's my puppy. Love him. That's him saying, <laughs> yeah. He's a stupid bitch. Yeah, Benny's got to weigh in his opinions, too. Isn't that right, Bubby? He's laying on the floor in front of the table. (laughs) He's always got to be in here, or you can hear him walking. Yeah, he paces out the door. So, right before his fifth birthday, his mother gave birth to Elliot's baby sister, Georgia. During his young childhood, by the age of five, he visited the United Kingdom, France, Spain, Greece, Malaysia, and the United States. So he really loved traveling. Um, by the age of five. Their family has a lot of money, then. They're both in the acting industry. Um, The family. mm, The parents. So, after all of these, um, traveling all of these places he visited, uh, he moved to Woodland Hills, California. During his early time in Woodland Hills, he, just to, like, explain a little bit of his... I guess genetic mental health issues? Yeah, hereditary. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, 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 these, he was born with these. There was no... Okay. Yeah. So, he cried and threw a tantrum on a trip to Disneyland because he was so overwhelmed by all of the people and noise around him. And for a five to six year old, that's... Pretty normal. Well... Disneyland is uh, a dream. Yeah, you know? it is. And, like, he was, like, terrified of the uh, people and everything around him. Maybe he had sensory issues. Yeah. Um, he did was eventually... I couldn't find out if... Okay, so there was conflicting information on if he was actually diagnosed or if it was speculated. But I read that he was diagnosed with either Asperger's or my mild form of autism. Okay. Yeah. So it definitely could be a sensory issue. A lot of people who um, have um, autism have sensory issues. Yeah. So. So he. Uh, no, I can't. Speak that's on just an example of his early life and how 
uh, sensitive he already is at the age of five. Yeah. So he enrolled in Pinecrest Elementary School in Woodland Hills, and only after a few weeks of being incredibly unhappy with the way his teachers treated him, he was pulled out of this school and transferred to a private school called Farm School. Hmm. He enjoyed farm school at... Um, sorry. <laughs> he enjoyed farm school at first until the boy assigned to show him around became his greatest enemy at the school. Um, which is a quote from his manifesto. At the school, he met his first and only female friend. Her name's Maddie. Um, they often played together during Elliot's young years, and eventually, I think, when he went off to high school, they just kind of stopped. Yeah, a lot of that happens a lot. Yeah, they just, their, their parents were friends, so it was oh, okay. yeah. sort of like an arranged friendship. So at six years old, he enrolled, he was pulled out of uh, farm school, and transferred to Serania Avenue Elementary School. Sorry if I said that wrong. Serania? Serania? We don't know how to pronounce anything. Nope. No. We'll get better. Hopefully. Uh, I don't know if you can hear Benny going, but, um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so only two weeks later, after um, he first started at Serania Avenue Elementary School, his parents moved the family to Topanga, California, and enrolled him in Topanga Elementary School. And at this point in his life, this is the fourth school he's attended to in four years. Why is he moving around so much? Uh, I There was no explanation. Probably just like... It's just... He didn't... That's just his like, family was... Oh, yeah. Here and there, I guess. Mm-hmm. On his first day at Topanga Elementary, he made a friend named Philip Blowisser, and he began to love his time at Topanga Elementary. Okay. During one day at recess, he met who would later become his best friend, um, and his name was James Ellis. Hmm. Uh, about his seventh birthday, Elliot said in his manifesto, It was a very happy day for all of us. I was turning seven, and that was a very big number for my little mind. I had spent seven years in this fascinating world, and my life was at a good start. I had loving parents. I had friends to play with. I was having fun at school. I had all the toys a little boy could want. A stranger would look at the seven-year-old boy and think that he has a great life in front of him and that there is nothing to worry about. Indeed, there shouldn't be anything to worry about. But I was just a child. I still had a few more years to enjoy life in carefree, carefree bliss before I would eventually discover how twisted and cruel this fascinating world really is. Oh, okay, so he's like... He even admits that he had a great life. Yeah, no, he, he is admitting that. He knows. Um, and he just held a grudge against everyone. And everything. Like, I understand, the world. but, like, not that bad. And I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't have an opinion. No, because you don't know how someone's what's go going through someone's mind. Yeah, but, like... like I struggle <laughs> from mental health issues. Mm -hmm. Maya struggles from mental health issues. Um, and obviously Elliot did too. But to hold a grudge against the entire world at seven years old is a big thing. Yeah, uh, he didn't, at this point, he was still really happy in his uh, life. But still at a really young age. I think at 10 or 11 is when he started to become hateful. I went through dramatic shit and I only held grudges against the thing that caused the, the thing Me too. that caused the trauma. Me I wasn't too. hateful of the whole world, you know? No, and even, even then now... Like, I've began to move through it and, you know, become a better person and a bigger person because of it. And I yeah. didn't go and murder a, a bunch of people. No, me neither. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... I don't know. It's, 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 it's hard to... 
It is. So that's why I don't have an opinion, especially because this case, it does end in suicide. Oh. I, I don't want to speak much on, you know, whether yeah. I think, like, he deserved no. his death or his, yeah. This case is just not the right place to do that. No, I just, I think it's a very, very sensitive case regarding mental health. Uh-huh. So anyways, his parents... Peter Roger and Lee Chin divorced shortly after his seventh birthday, and uh, Elliot and his sister went to move in with his mother and spent time with his father on the weekends. Peter worked as a freelance photographer and director who worked on commercials and directed a couple of scenes for The Hunger Games. Hmm. Yeah. While Lee Chin worked as an actress and was most popularly known for her role as a nurse in the film Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh, so they're in big time movies. And yeah, they're, like they're, they're they're involved in big time. Movies. Yeah, they're they're you know they're in the industry. Yeah, <laughs> so they definitely they have money, uh, and that could be why they move around a lot. Yeah, probably. I'm not. Maybe they were unstable. They could have been. They seemed. I don't know. I couldn't figure out if they were happy or not um, as a couple, but they did divorce when Elliot was seven. Yeah, maybe there was stuff going on. Yeah. So when Elliot was young, both of his parents were worried about how he was acting and provided him with mental health support throughout his entire life. They they really cared. They uh, took him to see a therapist, a psychiatrist, psychologist. Yes, yeah, so um, they really helped. Yeah, like they... Well, I can't say that it helped. No, they but they helped. tried their best and they're definitely not to blame. No. In my opinion. Um, and I know I said I wasn't stating opinions, but that's that's my opinion. <laughs> yeah. So only a couple months after the divorce, uh, his father brought Elliot's soon-to-be stepmother, okay, I'm sorry, <laughs> Sumaya Akabun home, and Elliot said this was the first time he understood what a girlfriend really was, and that the concept was hard for him to grasp, okay. which, I mean, it's as a seven-year-old, yeah. Yeah, like... You, you grow up knowing who your mom is and your dad, seeing them together your whole life, and then they're just not together anymore and with a whole different person. Yeah, and this it was is hard, hard for him. Yeah. Um, during his second grade at Topanga Elementary, James Ellis moved away, and they but they remained best friends for a long time afterwards. Maybe they were like pen pals. Uh, they, I think so. Is this around time where they had internet? This is, yes. This is in, uh, well, he was born in... Uh, 91. Okay, so when he was, he would have been in the early 2000s. Yeah, the crimes uh, happened in 2014. So they had, like, basically MySpace. Yeah, yeah, so, the, so like they, they definitely had stuff to communicate. Okay. Um, you know, I know there's more stuff. It was said that Elliot was quiet and withdrawn throughout his childhood, and that carried on through his teenage years and his early adulthood. He had difficulty speaking and preferred to write things down or to whisper. At nine years old, he began to realize that he was the shortest kid in his grade, and he hated that. Maybe. He, it seems like he has, like, a pretty big ego. He does. His looks are important. His popularity is important. Yeah, well, um, if you grow up with famous parents, you're not going to want to be the... Yeah, well, uh, his... least known kid in the His class. parents being, you know, in the films they were... Um, led him like to... They weren't famous, famous, but, you know, they, no. were, they were up there. No, but, yeah. Let, they led him to get uh, into, like, the red carpet screening to mm -hmm. two big movies. I can't remember what the movies were. Hunger Games and... No, those oh. were the movies that his father directed. Or the Hunger Games his father directed in Indiana Jones. His mom was in. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so... 
I looked it up and he attended two other red carpet carpet premieres that uh, isn't mentioned in the article that I'm reading and he attended the Hunger Games movie premiere as well. So, I mean, you know, he, he had some privileges. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, he was the shortest kid in his grade and he hated it. He said that this is what instilled his first feeling feelings of inferiority and said that when he was nine he began to become a very jealous person. If he was having a play date with James and James had other friends over, Elliot would feel really left out and uh, just leave the area to go cry. Mm, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So he's already having issues and he's just really young. Yeah, independent issues. Uh-huh. At this point in Elliot's life, his living arrangement changed again. His father moved to West Hills, an area that was close to Woodland Hills. And Elliot and his sister would rotate, spending a week with his mother and then a week with his father. He liked this change and he said he adjusted to it well. I feel like I wouldn't. Um, a week here, a week there, a week here, a week there, a week here. I used to do that with my parents and it was not fun having to pack up everything yeah. and go back and forth. Yeah, I mean, maybe he had enough money to have, like, everything at both places. Maybe. Just but like a whole it's, house. I think it was probably still hard for him to adjust. Yeah. Think, well, it wasn't hard for him to adjust, no. but I feel like it should have been. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like it would have been for me. Me personally, me too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, at the end of fourth grade, Elliot realized that he wasn't cool enough compared <laughs> to the other kids in his grade. So, at this point, he bleached to the top of his hair blonde. And then he took up skateboarding. Yeah. Uh, in his manifesto, he called the third chapter in his life the last stage of contentment, which was uh, when he was 9 to 13 years old. Huh. So that's he... Last, that was the last point he was happy. Yeah, that is what he says. This is the last point he was happy. I feel that. <laughs> I don't know why he did what he did. No. You know, well, we'll get he lived a great it. life. Uh, some people just... Like, he was so unhappy with everything issues. he was given. Some people just have issues they can't control. Yeah. And anger they can't control, anything his, like that. His mother knew he was so materialistic, and so she tried to help him with that. Like, she gave him gift cards because she didn't know what stuff to buy. Yeah. She gave him gift cards for, like, the, the shopping centers, and she bought him a BMW and, like, made sure he had everything he wanted so he was happy and could look cool. Well, money doesn't make you happy, though. I Very know. Clearly. I know. And I'm just, I'm dumbfounded. Yeah, by how bitter he turned out. Yeah, I, I feel like I would have been really happy. Yeah. I would have probably still been miserable, like depressed or had yeah, depression. Yeah, you know, mental illness comes and it, it sucks. It always sucks. Yeah. But... Money can't buy it away. Yeah. Yeah. So, at 10 years old, his father moved to an even bigger house where oh. Elliot wanted a specific bedroom with a private bathroom and a balcony attached. Okay, did he get it? Elliot's father said that this bedroom was meant to be for his sister Georgia because it was closer um, to the parents' bedrooms. Uh, so, you know. Because she was younger? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they just, they wanted to be closer. But Elliot threw a huge tantrum and got the room that he wanted in the end. <laughs> um, so even if he was throwing a tantrum, he always got what he wanted. Yeah. So yeah. later, yeah. later he got a second skateboard to keep at his mother's, which solidifies the... Whole, like he had like a wardrobe of his dad's, a wardrobe of his mom's, mm -hmm. his toys of his dad's, yeah. toys of his mom's. He didn't have to bring things both ways. No. And um, I only mentioned that he got a second skateboard because 
I want to point out how much of a spoiled brat he is. That he is a spoiled brat. Yeah. At 11, he began his life on the internet. He started, oh, no. um, yeah. He started in chat rooms where it was here when he first saw a naked girl. Okay. He said he was confused and traumatized. Uh, and when he was 13, he became obsessed with video games. I guess that's the age. Um, specifically World of Warcraft. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so still at this point in middle school, he said he became bored with school and stopped caring about what other people thought. I, I doubt it. No, um, I feel like if he cared that much, I don't know if you stopped caring. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he said I was tired of being the invisible shy kid. Infamy is better than total obscurity. I feel like he was liked and he just didn't think he was. Uh, he was, but uh, you'll find out later he just never approached. He would always wait for people to come up to him. No one's going to do that. No, and not every single person that you think would be your friend. No, like... Some people are shy, too. So yeah. Just, they're not going to come up to you and talk to you. Yeah. you got to make the first move if you really want it. I know. So when he was approaching puberty, he became obsessed with girls and how he desperately wanted their attention. Oh, no. Yeah. That's how it gets worse. Yeah. And during Elliot's high school years, he went to three different high schools. Uh, he begged his parents to take him out of the first two schools he attended because he was bullied for being too small and shy. It was quoted that he... Still looked like and sounded like a 10-year-old. Um, and in one of those high schools, according to the case study I used, he, quote, needed reassurance from the teacher about five to ten times a day. I think he had dependent personality disorder. I'm not going to try to diagnose him, but that sounds like he, he needed something. something. Um, in another instance at Independence Continuation High School, um, he suffered a severe panic attack that caused him to become immobilized and wet in the hallway until a teacher went outside to get his mother to come in and get him. He never returned to that school. Yeah. Uh, so everybody referred, he referred to as a friend he was envious and hateful towards because they were either popular or girls liked them. Huh. Uh, and I should mention that during this time he was receiving weekly therapy. Oh, okay. Uh, Philip Bloisser said that he saw Elliot's problem with girls and was quoted saying he would never dream of approaching a girl. He just expected them to come to him, which they didn't. Even if any of them ever had. No. And even if any of them ever had, it wouldn't have lasted long because he wouldn't chat with them. That's his own problem then. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So he just expected a relationship to blossom out of what? Making eye contact with a girl? Yeah, no. When I was in high school and I, if I liked a guy, I was not going to walk up to him and make the first move. No. Because I was too scared. Yeah, but like, even if I didn't like him, especially if I didn't like the person, I wasn't going to walk up to them. Yeah. No. Most of the time, we don't make the first move, and we expect guys to make the first move. Yeah. Or we just don't want it. Exactly. <laughs> like, accept it. Yeah. And it's not like you need a girl to fulfill your life. Like, he does. You know, get a job. He does. Get a hobby. Make he some friends. Does. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's desperate. Yeah. So at 15, Elliot was prescribed Xanax and Prozac, which he was Holy. on for about a year. A 15-year-old should not be on Xanax. Yes. Prozac, I guess, maybe. It's, like, kind of not as bad, but Xanax? Yeah. So when he oh, was 16, God. he was diagnosed with pervasive development development disorder, which is now known, known as autism spectrum disorder. I was going to say, what is that? I've never heard of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Elliot was mad at his mother and father for various ridiculous reasons. He was upset that his mom wouldn't buy him 
cool clothes. Even oh though God. she did, she got him almost everything he asked for all the time, always. Uh, and just nothing was good enough for him. Yeah. And he was disheartened with yep. the fact that his father didn't notice how miserable Elliot was and for not teaching him how to talk to girls. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, so, you like, gotta learn that I didn't yourself. sit you down and give you the sex talk. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. You're 16 years old. I'm sorry. God. I mean, someone probably should have given him the I talk. never got the sex talk. I'm fine. You know what? I never got it either. I never murdered someone. I'm in a happy three-year, four-year, I don't know, three-year relationship. Yeah, me too. And Like, you know, I never <laughs> got the talk. I just figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> I, went I just on. figured it out. So at 17, he became increasingly violent. And he never showed signs of violence before this, but he began to change. The more lonely I felt, the more angry I became, he said on this manifesto. Okay. So on Halloween in 2009, when Elliot was 18 years old, he decided to go out to a party. He was desperate to socialize, so he walked 45 minutes to this party. Ooh. It was smaller than he had expected, and Elliot said that he felt like an outcast. Everyone knew each other, you know. Well, you know. It was a small was party. Was it wasn't he... like a huge, like, club where, yeah, I was don't, he I've never gone to a party. No, it, I think it was like an open... Oh, invitation. Either. Maybe, maybe you just walked in. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> hey guys, I'm here. Yeah, like, hey, remember me? No. <laughs> None know who the fuck are you. So after not long, he left the party without approaching anyone and began walking back home. During the walk home, a group of four in a truck drove past Elliot and threw eggs at him. Uh, okay. Elliot threw a piece of the shell back at the truck and it fell into the window. The men got out and began to approach Elliot, where Elliot pulled out his trusty pocket knife and the men retreated he quoted it in his manifesto as a trusty pocket knife yeah so and then elliot said that he ran home and that he was rightfully terrified you know i would be too yeah i would be like a group of four men coming up to me coming out of the car truck after they threw eggs at you and you threw one back and they're like you threw a piece of shell back beat you up or something yeah they probably were i'd be fucking scared too i don't blame them there yeah. Later on, in his 18th year, he discovered the lottery, and in turn, he became the fact that if he won, that he would lose his virginity. That, I don't think that's how it works. If he won, girls would want to have sex with him because he had money. They would want to use him, essentially, but he would lose his virginity, that, that, and that's all that matters. Okay, don't do this. <laughs> don't. Do this. He's 18 years old. Hire an escort for fuck's sakes. Uh, I mean, he's old enough. <laughs> You'll lose your virginity he real has fast money, probably. by hiring a prostitute or an escort. Yeah. Don't do this. Don't just but, become a gambling addict. But it would work. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and don't in, in go theory. hire. I mean, yeah, you know what? Support support the businesses. You know what? Yeah. Um, support sex workers, you know? Seriously. Okay, so to this, he said, I will drive a mask Roddy and a Lamborghini. And when girls see me in those cars, they will all want to date me. Uh, he had a BMW and he still couldn't get any bitches, so I don't yeah. know about that one. BMW is pretty nice, too. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, like, Elliot wasn't bad looking. No, he was He's not even ugly. No, he's not. And, like, he, he just, just was... He had social... social like James like, said. Like James said, like, he even just, if a girl approached him, he wouldn't talk. So what do you expect? Her to jump on you? No! Oh my god! You're not that desperate. <laughs> no! And if you are, then, oh, okay. Uh, then I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But maybe you need to hire an escort. <laughs> okay, no. No. 
so during college, um, he continuously joined and dropped out of various college classes. He became increasingly depressed and found no meaning to life. Which okay. is, you know, it's really sad. Um, I've been there. Yeah. So that really, really sucks. Um, it does, you know? And, you know, depression can come randomly, so. Uh-huh. It, it, it just happens sometimes, mm-hmm. but. In June 2011, when Elliot was 19 years old, he moved to Isla Vista, Vista? Isla Vista, to attend a third college. And at this point, he owned a 2008 BMW that his mother had given him in hopes it would make him slightly happier. She also gave him a couple of Nordstorm gift cards so that he could get some nice clothes that he could pick out. Okay. So, you know, isn't it obvious? He can't complain this time that his mom wasn't buying him cool clothes if he's going there and buying them himself. Right? Like, she was literally like, okay, I don't know what to get you. Get it Choose yourself. it yourself. Like, I, I'm done. Like, no. Yeah. So the first night in his apartment at the college on the campus, mm-hmm. he could hear the upstairs neighbors having sex and that infuriated him. In July, he was attending lunch and saw a couple at a different table eating and enjoying their lunch hour. Okay. He said he felt a strong urge to pour his drink over them. Oh my god. But he decided not to. Good. (laughs) Yeah. The next day, he saw another couple kissing while he was in line at Starbucks, and he said that he was, quote, livid with envious hatred, and so he followed them to their car before splashing his coffee onto them. Holy shit. Stalker behavior. (laughs) Yeah. Someone has issues. Yeah. So Elliot ran away after uh, throwing the coffee at them. He ran. Um, (laughs) Pussy. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, then jumped into his car and drove off saying he was shaking with rage-filled excitement. Oh my god. During the summer, he got into an argument with his first college roommate, writing that he would get revenge in the future in a more efficient way. I remember every insult. And I wait until the time is right to strike. Sorry, I don't know why I paused for so long. Uh, He quoted in his manifesto. Uh, In the fall, he got a new roommate, but he was so obviously showing signs that he needed help before it got... He needed serious help before it got violent. Yeah. Um, You know, threatening, you know, to get revenge and strike on his roommate. Yeah, holy shit. I wonder why his roommate moved out. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Elliot described his first semester at Santa Barbara City College as a quote, absolute brutal failure because he hadn't gotten any girl's numbers and said that his life was all over because of this. My life is ending because girls don't want me. No, it's not. You're fine. You'll live. You'll move past it. He said all of this in his manifesto. Uh Uh-huh. I believe it. Yeah. He's, yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. So he was really, really, really going through it at the time he wrote this. And also, how did he remember so much? From his early life. I meant to say this earlier, but like, how did he remember his whole fucking life? I can't even remember what I had for fucking dinner yesterday. I don't know. I can't remember half of my childhood. Sometimes it'll just randomly pop up and be like, oh, that happened. Trauma. Uh-huh. Well, he didn't have trauma. Nope. So maybe that's why. Yeah, that, would, that might do it. Uh, so in February of 2011, Elliot smiled at two girls at a bus stop while he was driving past them. He got pissed that they didn't smile back, which is like, they were standing at a bus stop and he was in a car driving. They probably didn't see him. Exactly. Like, I'm sorry, but I'm not looking through car windows yeah, that's... when people are driving no. past me. So. I don't do that. Yeah. 
So he got really mad and he turned around before pouring his latte on both of them. Oh my god, what is it with him and coffee? He I'm really like, likes Starbucks and I was gonna make the white girl, like basic white girl joke, but then I realized that I might offend some people so I wasn't gonna do that. Yeah, <laughs> let's just avoid that. <laughs> but I actually really like Starbucks, so... <laughs> I just don't buy it, it's expensive. It's so expensive! But he has the money. Yeah. So, at the age of 21, during his second year of college, uh, he had fantasies of surprising couples while they were having sex and slashing them to death. Mm. Ooh, this is getting, like, top-tier shit. Mm -hmm. Like, he's going from pouring coffee on couples or people to killing them. Fantasizing about it, yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. So, on one occasion, he passed some people playing sports in a field, and he found the girls were dressed too slutty, and bought a uh, bought a super soaker and filled it with orange juice. You want girls to and you together. You want girls to like you, but you're gonna uh, go ahead and spray them with a super soaker. Yeah, with orange juice. I would literally fucking kick him in the face. Me too. I'd be pissed. Me too. Water is one thing, but orange sticky juice. orange juice. It, no, that's gonna. Ugh, that's so stink. yeah, if you didn't see it coming, he went back to the park and uh, sprayed them. With the super soaker. Um, Elliot, what are you doing? Girl? Yeah. I believe... I didn't write this down, so I might be wrong. I uh, might be misremembering, but I believe that uh, one of the guys that were in the group chased him. Good. Uh, but I can't remember for sure. So on December 4th, 2012, uh, Elliot purchased his first gun. Uh-oh. After attending a shooting range. Uh -oh. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh-oh. Yeah. This ain't gonna end well. Yeah. <laughs> So he bought a Glock 34 semi-automatic pistol. Okay. And after this purchase, he wrote, quote, Who's the alpha male now, bitches? <laughs> sorry. Okay, sorry. When I read this, I actually laughed so hard. Like, when I read it during my research, I couldn't stop that, laughing. Oh, that's just, ugh, no. Who's the alpha male now, bitches? No. So, yeah. <laughs> On March 12th, 2013, he purchased his second handgun, which was a Sig Sauer uh, P226 pistol. I don't know what that is, but I know it's a gun. Me neither. I know it's a pistol, so I kind of have, like, an idea what it looks like. <laughs> pistol shape. Yeah. It was also reported that he spent time on websites for sex-starved young men. Okay. Which was according to the case study that I read. Okay. Uh, about this, he was quoted saying, Reading the posts on that website only confirmed many of the theories I had about how wicked and degenerate women are. Oh no. Yeah. He's becoming like he's getting a view in his head of He really bad women. hates women at this point. Pretty soon we're gonna cover a case about misogyny too, and it, it's really bad too. Well theme of the theme of the month, I guess. I don't know I, if that'll come out this month, but <laughs> uh, this this will. But <laughs> Yeah, the other one. So on July twentieth, twenty thirteen which was 10 months before the murders, okay. he decided to work out more to make a final effort to appeal more attractive. Okay. I think he should have just got yeah. a hobby and stopped obsessing over women. I feel like he... I don't want to say this, but, like, he's creating 
problems that aren't even there. No, he's making he's making this an issue himself. It was never okay. a problem. He probably would have found a girlfriend if he waited to just meet someone and maybe talk. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, maybe speak. Go on a dating website. Fucking go on Even Twitter. just, like, use Facebook, you know? <laughs> just add random people. I don't know how I effective have, that is. I, it's been effective for me. I've been there. I mean... It worked for me. I'm fine. I'm in a four-year relationship I found on Facebook. Oh, yeah! That's right! Oh, wait! Kind of... No, no, I didn't. I didn't. Meet I mean, we had Facebook. mutual friends in real life, but I talked to him on Facebook. Yeah, so yeah, see? It can work. It works. Dating website fucking you don't have to just wait uh god he pisses me off this case pisses me off because all of it could have been avoided uh-huh all of these murders and injuries could have been avoided it could so back on track <sighs> one night in 2013 at the end uh, of summer he wanted to go out specifically to lose his virginity he's on a mission <laughs> Man it's like when mission. I'm on a mission to go get some crackers from my cupboard. I'm on a mission. Yeah. Yeah. Can imagine him just like waddling his way just over. Just like... You should see that. We're like speed running with our arms. The emotions we're making right now. I'm on a mission. So he got drunk and went to a party. Okay. But got as, drunk as, previously as, before as, as you do in, yeah. in movies, how it's... Like when you just want to like lose your virginity one night. <laughs> Why am I making all of these noises? <laughs> um, so he felt ignored and became enraged. As per he does. <laughs> yeah, as per not you do, as per he does. As he does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he then climbed up onto a crowded ten foot ledge and started screaming at people before attempting to push people, what mainly girls, off of the ledge. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, but eventually someone pushed him off. Good. Which led to him fracturing his ankle. And he, like, didn't that is get to push anyone off. That is karma working. He was just, like, drunkenly trying magic. to and got, like, thrown off. That is karma working. It's magic. Mm-hmm. So soon after, he went back home to California to have a surgery performed on his ankle. Uh, went back home to Woodland Hills. Okay. He was later quoted saying, Since I failed to thrive there, I had no choice but to plan my retribution there. Ugh. I just, I tried to make, like, the most emo voice near the end of that. I don't know why. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> While he was back home with his parents, they took him to see his psychiatrist. Yeah. So his psychiatrist ended up prescribing him Risperidone, which is used primarily to treat irritability, bipolar disorder, and schizophrenia. He definitely okay. needed it for irritability. Maybe bipolar disorder too, but we don't know. But yeah. definitely irritability. So I he... I don't think schizophrenia though. Yeah, no. I, I mean, like, we, we don't know, but he was not I diagnosed with it. I don't um, think. And there wasn't so any signs. No. Uh, so after he researched what the medication was, he decided to never take it. <laughs> that could have helped him right there. It could have. It really could have. It could have stopped all of us. If you get given medication... You, you're giving it for a reason. Please take your mm -hmm. medication. Please take your medication. Take your medication. As we've said, please take your medication. Hey guys, take have you remembered to take your medication today? <laughs> <laughs> we're annoying, we'll stop. <laughs> so, we're gonna like take like 10 steps up the ladder real quick. Um, real quick. Oh no. And, uh, so he wrote in his manifesto, I imagined how sweet it would be to slaughter all of those evil, slutty bitches who rejected me. 
along with the fraternity jocks that they throw themselves at. It's like, I hate my mom. I hate my dad. I, I, I hate my life. I'm so sad. Can you guys tell it's nighttime? <laughs> so, oh, we're so energetic. Late. It's 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 late. Uh, it's fine. Uh, so at this point, he was planning his attack, and he wrote that he wanted to wait until Halloween because there would be a lot of couples out. But he changed his mind. We didn't know. We don't know why. Never said. But maybe, he changed his maybe mind. He changed there was the children. Days. Maybe. Uh, so he I also wrote that he didn't care about how long he had to wait for the right moment because it gave him more time to plan and recover from his ankle. So this was premeditated. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. So Elliot had two new roommates um, move in with him in the fall of 2013. Sorry, I just like smacked my hands together. Okay. Uh, their names were Wei Han Wang and Chen Yuan Hong. Okay. Sorry. Um, I, I did definitely didn't pronounce that right. Um, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, in January 2014, Elliot reported a citizen's arrest on Chen and accused him of stealing $22 worth of candles. From where? I think from Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't say like from like a store or anything, so I think it was from Elliot. This man's like candles. Yeah, twenty-two dollars worth of candles. When Chen was investigated, he was found with candles. Oh my god! And was charged with petty theft. Yeah. After that, <clears throat> Chen accused Elliot of stealing his rice bowls. It's not worth it, guys. His rice bowls? No, not the rice bowls. It's not worth it. Um, and moving his furniture around. How was he charged with moving his furniture? <laughs> he accused him okay. with stealing his rice bowls say, and moving shit. the furniture around. I didn't think you'd get charged for moving furniture. <laughs> Elliot denied both of them, both of these uh, claims. Okay. Um, and the officer just suggested that the two just agree to disagree and leave each other alone. <gasps> but God. it was reported that Chen refused. Yeah. So Elliot was kind of being amicable here, even though he was the one that started it. Um, Chen didn't want to back down, obviously. So later in January, um, I believe this is the beginning, January 2014, so the very beginning of 2014, uh, Philip called Elliot's mother to tell her about his concerns about Elliot's behavior, and his mother said that she was worried about him too. Elliot planned his, quote, day of retribution, end quote, as he called it, to happen on April 26th in Isla Vista. He described his attack in his manifesto in four phases. Phase one, he wrote that on the 26th of April, he planned to go to his home while his father was away on a business trip and murder his eight-year-old half-brother. Oh my god. Um, yeah. Because he was attractive and would surpass Elliot in life. Don't, for him, please don't ever think, why did he think his eight-year-old brother was attractive? No. For it's, him, that's, like, that's, directed towards him. Yeah, that's... It's kind of gross. That's gross. Like, don't sexualize your eight-year-old brother. He, like, he's gonna get so many girls when he's older. Or now. Like, no, he's a fucking child. Leave he him is be. a child. Let him live like, his you life. You were eight, you were a happy eight-year-old, and you had a female friend. So, like... God, okay. No, no that's gross. <laughs> so, and then his next step was to murder his stepmother. He obviously didn't care that much about his family. Uh, distant family, step family, I yeah. should say. Cuz he would have he said he would never kill his mom or dad. Never hurt his mom or dad. And I mean, definitely hurt his mom or dad. Yeah. Not physically, but you know, emotionally and mentally. Yeah, like if 
my um, ghost child. No, I don't like. I don't want a kid. That's why I'm saying ghost child. Um, if my child, periodically, um, uh, murdered, I would say he hurt me. Uh, yeah. I would say I have been stabbed directly in the chest, just like those people. You go on to raise a child, and you think you're raising them so well, and yeah. they go on to murder someone. Yeah. And a happy child! <laughs> I know. You had a good childhood at that. He had everything he ever wanted. Mm-hmm. Most people don't get that. I know. Ugh. So, phase two. He planned to drive back to Santa Barbara, where he lived with his roommates. Next, he wanted to lure them down one by one before torturing, killing, and beheading his roommates. Okay. Yeah. He said in his manifesto that he would even enjoy stabbing them to death while they slept. Yeah. Phase three. He would drive to what he called the hottest sorority at his college and murder as many girls as he could. Mm, Don't do that. (laughs) No. Phase four. The last phase of his plan was to drive through East La Vista and shoot as many people as he could and run them over. Fucking hit and run? Mm-hmm. He said he would drop the heads of his beheaded roommates out the car window when the police caught up to him in a car chase. Oh my, he wants a scene. Mm-hmm. And somehow he would take tranquilizers, painkillers, and then drink as much alcohol as he could before shooting himself in the head. He was trying to not feel it. Mm-hmm. So that was his plan. Uh, Tension seeker. I couldn't... I. I <laughs> I wrote somehow, because if he took all of these if this stuff before he started he his murder spree, he would be fucked up. He wouldn't be able to do it. And then he wouldn't be able to take it during the car chase. So he just wouldn't be able to take these drugs. I took three Seroquel last night, and I couldn't even put my moisturizer on my face after my bath. <laughs> <laughs> let alone, yeah, let alone exactly. take all of that exactly. and go murder someone. Like, tranquilizers, painkillers, and Tran- alcohol. No, no. See, yeah, no. Okay. Yeah. So that was his plan. Oh, Benny. Um, plans hardly ever go out the way they're planned. Oh, no. Yeah, they um, don't. So... That that's that's just what he had uh, in mind. In mind, planned yeah. out in his head, laid it out step by step. I'm sure it went like that too. Uh huh. I'm sure. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't hear the sarcasm, so yeah. during the weeks leading up to the mass murder, Elliot took up YouTube and began posting videos. You can still find these videos. Uh, the account's been taken down, but you know, obviously, all of the videos are still up. People probably um, reposted. Them yeah, exactly. Too. They've all been reposted. So they expressed his hatred for women and how depressed he was. Some of the videos were just random videos of him driving and listening to music. Um, and they were just like weird, like weird behavior. Just like yeah. In one of the videos of um, um, him, I think. I didn't write this down. Uh, I don't know why. But in one of the videos that he was expressing his hatred, uh, someone commented there like, yeah, you need help. <laughs> yeah. You're like, you You wonder why you have no girlfriend or something oh, like that. That must have pissed him off. Yeah, I think it probably really did. <laughs> um, so on April 24th, two days before his planned day of retribution, he woke up sick with the flu. It was the universe saying, don't fucking do this. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So we decided Stop. to change his plans and go home for the weekend to visit his doctor. Okay. So after that weekend, he returned back to East La Vista and began to reschedule his date for his plan. Ugh. He set the date to be May 24th, which was the last weekend of the semester. Oh, okay. Assuming because there are parties, big crowds oh, of people. That sucks so much. Mm-hmm. Because, like, 
you're so ready for school to just be over. Exactly. Or like that semester to be over and then someone comes in and they're like, haha, I'm gonna kill all these bitches. I know. It's like it's his own words. It's like fucking I don't Who's understand. the alpha male now, bitches? Exactly! Like, oh, I'm sorry. No. You bought a gun. A lot of people own guns. Like, it doesn't make you alpha. Exactly. <laughs> like, I bet your next door neighbor has a gun. Like, no. Like, don't, don't do that. Don't do that, please. Oh, my God. He makes me mad. So, on April 30th, his mother came across one of his YouTube videos and called Santa Barbara... Barbara... Can't, bar, 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 called the Santa Barbara County Mental Health Department. Okay. Fucking <laughs> twister. Yes. And they sent six police officers to do a welfare check. Good. They reported that Elliot, Elliot showed no signs of wanting to harm himself or others, and then they went on their merry way. No offense, but did <laughs> the they The face know? on Maya right now. She's like, what the fuck? No offense, but... Did they know how to do their job? Uh, he clearly wanted to hurt people. He could have masked. You know, he, he was probably masking. a master manipulator. I, I can, I can. Uh, yeah. yeah, he was. He spoke to his mom later that evening to reassure her that everything was okay, and then that was that. That, that was the end of the, you know, that. Welfare check. Yeah. So in the coming weeks to the attack, he quoted in his manifesto, During the last few weeks of my life, I continued my daily adventures around town, trying to experience as much of the world as I could before I die. On May 6th, 17 days before the attack, Elliot saw a couple parked in a car together. He parked as close as possible so that the couple couldn't back out of their spot. The boyfriend started arguing with Elliot, and Elliot shouted back, You're lucky to be an Asian guy dating a white girl. Oops. I just smacked something. Too bad she's a horse fate slut. Oh, and he he's like, I want to be a womanizer, but I'm going to call every girl that I come across a fucking whore or a you slut. You are lucky to Bitch. be an Asian guy dating a white girl. Too bad she is such a horse-faced slut. End quote. Oh my god. You are not going to get women by being racist. Them, by being racist? By When I read that quote, it actually them? made me so mad because I was like... Excuse me? Why? Like, you first are, of all, he's half Asian. Yeah, so he's part white. Y yeah. And he's hating on... Asian. Yeah. And just he's just hating on everyone. So, anyways, that quote made me really mad, and so he sped away. Um, and during this incident, he almost hit other vehicles while driving away. Yeah. So, before the murders, Elliot rehearsed the murders by stabbing his pillows repeatedly and looked up how to kill silently with a knife. Doesn't the government or, like, the FBI watch people's search histories? Maybe not back then. I, I mean, they don't watch everyone's search history at every second. If you, like, call the cops and no, you're like, hey, I know, this person's like, gonna murder people. A certain phrase is gonna flag something no, on there. No, I don't think so. Oh, I don't, I don't think so. I thought so. I thought, Correct like, you, me if I'm wrong. Like, if you search up how to build a bomb on Google, it's gonna flag something. No, I don't think so. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. I think, like, obviously it'll be caught afterwards. If they're looking for it, I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah. True. It's like, it doesn't matter if you delete it. It's it's going to be still there. Oh, it'll never. But. Pro tip, never search up anything if you don't want it to ever be not deleted because it'll always be in the data. And also, like, you know, like, the cops can always find deleted messages, too, so don't. Don't be stupid. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't, just don't do anything bad. Be good. Be good. Be pure. 
Just be good. Get a hobby. Right? <laughs> Take up knitting or drawing or My new phrase. Something. My new phrase. Just get a hobby. Get a fucking hobby. <sighs> Oh, yeah. And this is how the day of retribution began. On May 23rd in 2014, one day before the plan was supposed to take place, Elliot returned to his apartment in East La Vista. He stabbed his roommates, <clears throat> James Hong and Weihan David Wang, with a nine-inch boar hunting knife to death. He then waited for their friend, George Chen, who had planned to hang out with the roommates, to show up and stabbed him 94 times with the same knife. Oh my god. I couldn't find out how many times he had stabbed his that two roommates. Is passion. But it was uh, a very, very little amount. Like, he just, you know, he stabbed them to death, mm -hmm. his roommates, and then left his roommates, waited for uh, the friend, and then completely overkill. Yeah, that is a crime of passion. <clears throat> Absolutely. <sighs> he also tried to clean the apartment with rags and paper towels, and then Elliot uploaded his last YouTube video titled Elliot Rogers Retribution. Okay. This video stated how the day of May 23rd will be the day of he uh, will have his revenge against humanity. In this video, he said, quote, I'm 22, Benny. <laughs> he said, quote, I'm 22 years old and still a virgin. Never even kissed a girl. And through college, two and a half years, more than that actually, Benny. I'm still a virgin. It has been very torturous. College is the time when everyone experiences those things such as sex and fun and pleasure. In those years, I've had to rot in loneliness. It's not fair. And he continued to say, You girls have never been attracted to me. I don't know why you girls aren't attracted to me, but I will punish you all for it. It's an injustice, a crime, because I don't know what you don't see in me. I'm the perfect um. guy... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm the perfect guy, and yet you throw yourselves at all of these obnoxious men instead of me, the supreme gentleman. <laughs> I will punish you all for it. And then he laughed. I am like, the ha, ha, alpha ha, male. Ha. Ew. I am the alpha male. Yeah. Like, no, the fuck you aren't. He is such a narcissist. Uh huh. The supreme gentleman. Uh huh. Uh huh. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Tell yourself that. So that video is no longer up on YouTube. Um, probably not. But you can easily find all of the videos he posted. Uh, I think I mentioned that earlier. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was a quote from him. <laughs> okay. And then, so he continued to say, On the day of the retribution, I'm going to enter the hottest sorority house at UCSB and I will slaughter every single spoiled, stuck-up, blonde slut I see inside there. Oh my god. Yeah. He's got something for blondes. Yeah, I don't... I don't... Maybe that's his type. And he's just, like, super pissed at them. Yeah, it's, it's probably his type, and he's like, oh, they don't like me. Yeah. Uh, he kept going, saying, all those girls I've desired so much, they have rejected me and all... all uh, uh, <laughs> Brain broke. They have all rejected me and looked down on me as an inferior man if I ever made a sexual advance toward them while they throw themselves at these obnoxious brutes. Okay, but that's their choice. Like, uh, just mm -hmm. deal with it, you know? I take pleasure, great pleasure in slaughtering all of you. You will finally see that I am, in truth, the superior one. The true alpha male. <laughs> I was saying, yeah. 
I am the alpha male. Yes. No. After I have annihilated every single girl in the sorority house, I'll take to the streets of Isla Vista and slay every single person I see there. All those popular kids who live such lives of hedonistic pleasure. I think it's hedonistic. Um, I don't even know. Um, pleasure while I've had to rot in loneliness all these years. They all look down upon me every time I try to join them. They've all treated me like a mouse. He left the video open on his laptop after he posted it, and then uh, just left the, the apartment. So he's left. He left his laptop open. Um, so with the video on it, so the cops would see it when he oh. when they came in. I thought he, I thought, I thought, I thought you meant that like he kept it recording. No, he, oh, like uh, he just wanted them to find. Yeah, yeah okay. he posted the video and kept his laptop open well, with the video. Well, at least we have a motive. Yeah, because like some cases you don't get a motive, even though his motive is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's bad. He's embarrassing. Embarrassing is the word. He, I get secondhand embarrassment. Yeah. <sighs> He is an r slash nice guy. (laughs) (laughs) You literally. Okay. So after he left the apartment, Elliot went to Starbucks in Isla Vista and purchased a triple vanilla latte. (laughs) Gotta get my Starbies. I like. I knew this joke was gonna be made. (laughs) Basic white bitch behavior. Except he is a man. He is literally a basic white bitch. You know, if you are Starbucks, shirts, and a BMW. You know, if you are, be you, but, like, for I'm him. I'm a basic white bitch. I him. love my Starbucks, but I, yeah. No, he, he's not allowed to be. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he, he he's not allowed. shame to basic yeah, white Yeah, like, bitches. we're fine, you know? We can go out you know. and get our Starbucks and do whatever we want. But, like, not him. No. 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 It, <laughs> it, it puts, it puts, uh, it puts a smudge on our name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, I probably would also get something yummy before I went to jail for the rest of my life, too. You know what? I guess, yeah. It's, like, the last thing you're gonna get out of public. And, you know. uh, If you want, like, I probably wouldn't go get Starbucks. Like, maybe I would go get, like, a bottle of vodka. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, Something to numb the pain. Yeah, but you do you. Uh, sort yeah. of. Well, he is gonna do him because <laughs> Ooh, he doesn't yep. fucking care. Mm, exactly. So, about two hours later, after the attack in his apartment, at about 9.15pm, Elliot drove to the Alpha... One sec. Uh, me and Maya looked this up the other day, and for the life of me, I can I n- Alpha fee. not remember it. Alright, let's see. Five. 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 Four. Fee. Okay, but that doesn't help. Just search up alpha fee. Like, like, alpha. It's, it's already searched. <laughs> it's already, okay, fee. Alpha fee. Fee, okay. Alpha fee. Um, it's like a sorority. That video didn't help me at all. <laughs> <laughs> it just gave both pronunciations. Bye. Bye. And also. Fee. 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 <laughs> See, I could be, I could do that. No, I can't. I can barely pronounce my own fucking name. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Elliot drove to the Alpha Fee sorority house, uh, and Rachel Glikes, a girl who lived at the house, listened to him pounding on the door for a couple of minutes. Um, she didn't scary. answer. Yeah. I wouldn't have answered. Good on her. You know. No, stranger danger. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And but shortly after he stopped knocking, Rachel Glykes heard six to seven gunshots, a female scream, and then three more gunshots. The sorority's house mother gained, uh, gathered s s as many of the residents as she could that was in the home to hide as quickly as she could. And so I think they hid in the bathroom. Okay. Um, during this time, Elliot went back to his car and through the window of it, he shot Veronica Weiss, Catherine Cooper, and Bianca DeCock while they were walking up by around the house. Okay. Uh, in front of it, I believe on the sidewalk. Um, and these were the shots that Rachel heard. At this point, Rachel ran up to her room on the second floor and looked out the window where she saw two females lying on the sidewalk. It's unknown Aww. why she only saw two and not three, but, you know, my guess is that she was just really scared in shock. Yeah, she probably just skimmed over it. Yeah, like, obviously, ran away from the window. two dead bodies on the ground as presumably lying in blood. Um, you're gonna be I would have got the fuck out of there. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I would not have been like, oh, let's let's stay. Let's and just watch. like stare out this window for a little bit. No, I'm okay. No, she probably retreated at me. I mean, like immediately. Yeah, I would have ran with the rest of the people. Mm-hmm. So Bianca Decock was the only survivor of the three. Oh wow! And during this time, Deputy Genovese, sorry if I pronounced that wrong, was on foot with two other deputies while patrolling the area. They immediately responded and ran towards the area. Within seconds, five to six people ran towards the deputies yelling, there's blood, there's blood, and three girls are on the ground, which prompted the deputies to run towards the victims. Yeah. Um, around this time in East La Vista, uh, the semester is just ending, right? So there's a lot of fireworks. Okay. I don't mention it a lot, but almost everyone thinks that the shots are fireworks before they realize they're shots. Ugh, that really sucks. Mm -hmm. I think I mentioned it twice, but every single person, um, except for the first three, they, they all thought the shots were fireworks and, you know, I can't really blame them, no. I guess. I don't know. I'm glad that gunshots don't echo. They, they probably can. They, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I'd, I'm gonna look it up. Yes, the echo. And they echo loud. Okay. See, every time I hear, like, big bangs, I'm always like, oh, it's just fireworks because gunshots don't echo. And now I'm, like, questioning myself. Oh, shit, what were, th were those actually gunshots? Same. There's a lot of gunshots where we're from. Yeah. We're, we're not in a good place. I mean, most of it's just cars backfiring, too. It, it could be. Uh... uh, uh. Longer echo and deeper thud from a gunshot. Oh, okay. So, Veronica Weiss and Catherine Cooper were, were lying lifeless while Bianca DeCock was screaming, I'm going to die, and Deputy Genovese applied pressure to Bianca's wounds and tried to help her while two civilians were performing CPR on Weiss and Cooper. That's so sad. Mm-hmm. I bet you she lived, like, a lifetime of trauma after that. Like, I yeah. would not get over that. No, I'm sure it would be hard for anyone to get over that. Uh, um, yeah. Elliot then sped away, and this is when the first 911 call came to the Santa Barbara County Dispatch Center. Elliot fired one round into a closed coffee shop, uh, which was empty, and a group of friends heard the shot and ran into the deli to hide. Uh, this was a group of friends who knew it was a gun. Oh, okay. Immediately, like, they, they knew. They were close enough to realize... Oh, shit. Yeah. 
so one of these friends, Christopher Michaels Martinez, went to look at the source of the shots from the doorway of the store and unfortunately he got shot immediately in the chest while while Elliot was shooting uh, repeatedly into the store. That's sad. Yeah. Christopher sadly died inside the deli while his friends Jeremy Varela, sorry, and Aaron Bullard performed CPR. On him? Mm Mm-hmm. That's also traumatizing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. God. So Elliot sped away, uh, continuing to shoot out of the window as he drove. He swerved purposely uh, to hit a man named Jin Fu, who was crossing the street. Jin was thrown into the air, but miraculously survived with only a small bruise to his left calf. Jeez. That guy is strong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He had a will to live. He continued to drive erratically, shooting at everyone he saw and trying to run several people over with his car. Oh my god, so this is like going down down on the street. And yeah, like he was just driving just... down like a popular road. Jesus. At like 9.30. That would make... 9.15. If that happened to me and I survived, I'd never leave the house again. Yeah. <laughs> like honestly, personally, I'd be scared to leave the house. Yeah, me too. I'd be terrified. So, at this point, two friends, Aaron Zaglin and Bailey Maples, were walking out of a pizza place on Trigo Road in East La Vista. The two saw a dark vehicle approach them, and Elliot shot Aaron Zaglin in the left arm. No. Luckily, he was okay and only needed some stitches. Megan Carlotto was riding her bike from her friend from her house to her friend's house, sorry. And Elliot shot at her and struck her in the upper right thigh, causing the bullet to pierce through the other side of her thigh. Ow. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I can't imagine what it feels like to be shot, and I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Like, that sounds like one of the worst, the most painful things ever. I, I I'm imagining it now. Like, right, like, I'm picturing it right now. Yeah, And I feel too. like I can feel it. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, and I can feel I'm, like the doctors taking the bullet. I, I don't uh, like that. I don't. Like I it. know that someone said getting stabbed feels like a water balloon. Like you're a water balloon, and oh. it's a puncture. And there's just like if air anyone release. has ever gotten shot or stabbed, I'm so sorry. Yeah. No. First of I all, really... I'm so sorry. And second of all, how did it feel? Yeah. You know. I'm curious, but I'm sorry, really sorry. I, uh, yeah, no, I couldn't imagine, and it sucks if you did. I I can't imagine. Just making Maya continue talking while I'm drinking water. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. So Megan was okay. Um, She did need, obviously, some medical care. Mm Mm-hmm. After this, Sierra Swartz and Hannah Miller were walking northbound onto El Embarcadero, Embark, okay. (laughs) Embarcadero Street. That's what it looks like. Yeah. While Elliot approached them in his vehicle, uh, he stopped the car in front of them and said, hey, what's up? Sierra said he seemed like a totally normal person and responded with, what's up? And she just kept walking. And then he lifted a little black gun. Uh, up off of his lap and raised it. She heard a gunshot and was surprised she wasn't struck because of how close she was, and she wasn't even sure that the gun was real. But she continued to say that uh, Elliot was smiling throughout the whole thing while he fired for a second time, and this bullet just barely passed by Sierra's face, leaving her uh, a graze wound. Oh my gosh, she got lucky. Yeah, and she immediately ran away. I... I don't blame her. (laughs) She ran into the first house she saw where she told the residents that someone shot at her, 
and they responded that people were be- being murdered around Isla Vista. So then people already knew at this point, like, what was going on. Yeah. Like, it was being reported on. Yeah. Elliot drove past Deputy Marquez and shot at him three times, luckily missing him. He's starting to get a bad aim. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, he's, he's driving crazy. Did it, did he take all those drugs he said he was going to take, or? Uh, I didn't read anything he did that saying he did, so I'm going to say no. Okay. Yeah, he's just, maybe he's starting to get, like, just sh- freehand shooting. Yeah, he's, he's just trigger, trigger happy. Yeah. Um, so Patrick Eggert was riding his bike with his friends, Nicholas Pasichuk, who was riding his skateboard, and behind them was Jenna Good and Mallory Waberski, who was walking approximately 15 feet behind them. Patrick, like the rest of the people I mentioned, heard the gunshots but thought they were fireworks, and... Yeah. You know, they were... That was extremely common, like I mentioned already, especially in the evenings, and, you know, it was dark out. Yeah. Sorry, I got a phone call. My grandma. My grandma. <laughs> yes. She doesn't listen, but hi, grandma. <laughs> um, so as the two boys were talking, Elliot struck Patrick and Nicholas with his black BMW. Nicholas's head hit Elliot's windshield, and he lost consciousness. Uh, both victims suffered minor injuries, but had a full recovery. Okay. That's good. So at this point, Elliot's windshield has a football-sized hole in it. Yeah. From Nicholas's head. Oh my god, and he's still driving with that. Yeah. Oh, and I think I got cut off before my grandma called. But I was saying, wait until the end, uh, when I mentioned how long this attack took. Okay. How long this whole thing took. Because it's, it's a lot. It sounds like so much. Yeah. Christopher Hong, I'm sorry, I know I didn't pronounce that right, was getting something to eat at the local 7-Eleven, and after he was finished, he walked out of the store and heard gunshots. He assumed they were fireworks, and continued walking until he saw a black BMW appear out of nowhere. He said out of nowhere. The driver of the BMW began shooting out of the window while Christopher ran towards the nearest house where there were some people outside. All of the people filed inside the house, including Christopher, and that's when he realized he had also been shot in the right forearm and sustained one shot to his right buttock. Oh, ow. Uh-huh. That, ow. <laughs> yeah. Sounds painful. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll walk into, like, a table that has, like, a corner. Mm-hmm. Damn, that hurts! It does. I can't imagine having a gunshot through your, like, ass. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. your thigh. That too. Yeah. Just through anywhere is like, ow. Mm-hmm. Huang? I don't know. Oh. Reported the crime immediately while the residents of the house tended to his wounds. He gave a description of Elliot, to the best of his ability, to the dispatchers and eventually made a full recovery. That's good. A lot of them seem to survive, which is, mm-hmm. is great, you know? Uh, in the end, there is six uh, murdered okay. and 14 wounded. She's, so, all together, he... 20 victims. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven murdered, killed, including him. <laughs> I'm just giving you guys a little, little spoiler. You already said he killed <laughs> I know. Victor Garcia and his roommate, Donovan Garonella, I'm sorry, were in their home together when they heard the shots. They thought they were the normal sounds of fireworks, and they both grabbed their skateboards to go get something to eat. So they were safe in their home. And they decided to leave. They just thought 
they were fire the Melissa's were fireworks. A lot of them did, and like that's so sad. Mm-hmm. So not long after they left, Elliot and his black BMW rammed into Victor. He hit Victor and was knocked into a parked car, sustaining little injuries. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Mitchell Lybarski was riding his bike around the city when he saw a woman crying hysterically on the ground. She was screaming, I've been shot in the leg. And Mitchell apparently kept biking. He just kept going. I don't know if that's like Um, a rude thing or like a self-defense thing. Like he was like, oh shit, she got shot. I'm not going to stay around. I would have stopped. I probably would have too. Um, In that moment, without thinking anything of it. like. But I guess... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but he saw the BMW and quickly got struck by it, uh, causing him to fly off of his bike. And he got up to his feet and saw the BMW ran ram into another bicyclist. Soon after the second bicyclist, uh, this one was unnamed. Uh, Mitchell heard five gunshots, and both men that were on their bikes ran into a nearby apartment. And I never found out what happened with uh, the lady on the ground. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes there's just no information. I assumed, I assumed she got tended to. I... Um, she survived. If it didn't say she died, then I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, probably but... Die. Yeah, he just, he just ignored her, which, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. I don't like it. So, Elliot Gee was riding his skateboard with his friend Morgan, well, when they saw... Elliot. El- Elliot. <laughs> Bad <laughs> Elliot. Quickly turn around... Uh, toward them and accelerate. That would be frightening. Just like yeah, a car. Elliot Gee attempted to jump out of the way, but the vehicle hit his leg, which caused him to fall backward. Uh, the BMW continued driving, and Elliot Gee was watching while the BMW drove up behind a male walking and shot him several times in the back. Jeez. This man was named Antoine Cherichian, and behind Antoine was Matthew Smith, who was going to his friend's. He saw Antoine get shot multiple times, and he also sustained a shot to his groin and inner left thigh. Ow, ow, ow. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Ow. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's all I have to say is ow. My boyfriend was beside me while I was researching, and yeah, he was also ow. <laughs> Unhappy. Yeah. Like, we- usually when men hear about injuries to, like, that specific area, it hurts them. Uh-huh. <laughs> Antoine Churchian suffered multiple serious injuries, including a gunshot wound to his left arm, upper left chest, under his left arm, lower abdomen, and in the lower back. But he eventually made a full recovery. Holy shit, he's a fighter too. Uh-huh. That's a lot of gunshots to survive, but he got lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, super proud of him. He's a strong-ass man. Yeah. A raw hero. Um, Elliot sped away, shooting erratically out the window in the direction of bystanders and deputies. Uh, a shootout began between Elliot and the deputies, and luckily no officers were harmed, and they landed a shot to Elliot's hip. Good, they're finally fucking... Uh, they've been around this whole time trying to get him, but uh, he's been, like, well, he's driving. Well, he's in a car. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's kind of hard to... Exactly. Uh, so, lucky, uh, sorry, I just, I just said that. Uh, Senior Deputy Smith ran to the nearest police car and began chasing him. Uh, Senior Deputy Smith heard on the radio that the suspect suspect had crashed and the reports that the suspect was down was flooding over the radio. So not long after the attack started, at 9.35pm, exactly 20 minutes later, Elliot crashed into a parked car near a sidewalk. This all happened in the span of 20 minutes. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my god. He... Oh my god. He... 
Wow. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what to say. Mm-hmm. 20 minutes to cause that much damage. But it took less than that. Took less time. Uh, that's... Took less time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it did, Benny. I know. It did. It took less time. <laughs> Elliot crashed in a, into a parked car near a sidewalk where officers found him slumped over the steering wheel with his Sig Sauer pistol next to him. He suffered a self-inflicted gunshot wound to his head and committed suicide. Coward. Yeah. Pussy. He did not want to suffer the consequences of what was going to yeah. happen. He injured yeah. a lot of people and murdered a lot yeah. of people. And I just want to make it clear, suicide is not a cowardly move. No, no. If you're going to commit suicide... Don't do it. Not, don't do it. But, but I, I interrupt you so fast. But <laughs> don't do it. If you're Please going don't do it. to commit suicide after committing a crime to avoid the consequences... You're a little bitch. Getting, yeah, you yeah, murder you know, someone and then you kill yourself because you don't want to go to prison. That is a cowardly move. The suicide itself is not cowardly. Yeah, to get I wanted to make that clear. Out of that situation from suicide is a cowardly move. Yeah, I, I yeah, need to make that you, clear. I'm glad you did. <laughs> so according to the later report, the attack took about eight minutes as a whole, where they estimated that 55 nine millimeter rounds were fired. Holy shit! Eight minutes. Eight whole minutes to cause all of this. He must have been speeding. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. I just don't even know what to say to that. Eight entire minutes. Minutes! Oh, my God. In the end, 14 people were wounded, and seven, including Elliot, were dead. Yeah. During the investigation, police found more than 500 live rounds of ammunition, a second pistol, and two knives were discovered inside of Elliot's black BMW. How can 500 rounds shoot from a single pistol? Uh, he, he had them, like, in the car. Oh, uh, he had, like, a whole box of, like, ammunition. Yeah, yeah. He was just reloading. Yeah, like, oh my he God. was prepared to use... Well, obviously this was premeditated. It was, like, it was. Oh, my God. He was prepared to use all of that. That is insane to me. Mm-hmm. No, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. That, no. Wow. So all six uh, victims that were murdered, um, I just want to name them again. It was George Chen, uh, Chen Yuan, James Hong, uh, Wei Han, David Wang, and the three who died from gunshot wounds was Catherine Brian Cooper, Christopher Ross Michaels Martinez, and Veronica Elizabeth Weiss. All of these, all of these victims were students at UCSB. They were really young. They were really young. Yeah, the ages between, are average 19 and 22. Between the ages of 19 and 22, yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, that's crazy. Um, and it was a hard case, you know. It was a hard case to go through. Yeah, um, I imagine. So following the attacks as well, some people on Twitter, uh, I believe the hashtag started twen- trending. Uh, they started using the tag, not all men to express that not all men are misogynistic and not all men commit murder. People criticized this. It's not, like, I don't think the hashtag should be not all men. No. I think it should just be, like, um, not existent. No. <laughs> it shouldn't. Because, obviously, you know, like, I'm sure you know great people. I know great people. I know great men. 
Um, Me too, but I I've heard of fe- I've heard of female serial killers. Mm-hmm. I've female heard of abusers. male serial killers. I know female like like I know shitty female people. Yeah, I know shitty male people. Just and that's my input on that. Just uh, someone also created the Twitter hashtag Yes All Woman to experience the idea that women all women experience misogyny and sexism. That was. Um, the case. Elliot Roger. Mm. Uh, my condolences go out to the six um, that were murdered. Mm. <laughs> Benny says his condolences. Yeah, as well. Benny says that too. And um, their families. Yeah, and their families. It sucks that there was no trial. It sucks that he decided to kill himself uh-huh. to get out the easy way. Yeah, this case sparked a lot of controversy oh, I'm uh, sure. over like misogyny. I'm sure. Uh, gun control, mental health. Um, also like just controversy over his videos entirely. Yeah. Um, just like what he would post. Um, mm-hmm. so if you guys want to look into that more, you can. But I don't think it's my place to talk about gun control. No. Uh, I'm not going to say anything. We're not American, first of all. And second of all, uh, I don't want to get canceled to my three three listeners. (laughs) Love you guys. Um, We have more. uh, I'm sure. So that's all I have to say about him. He also has an ugly nose. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, Yeah. So yeah, make sure to uh, subscribe to us. Follow us on whatever you're listening to. Uh, Follow our Twitter and our Instagram if you use that. Yeah, we'll plug those. I barely use either personally. Like, on my own account. I use Instagram, but I hardly use Twitter. I'm only on them because of the Murder Senses account. Mm -hmm. Um, That's the main reason I use Twitter. Exactly. I don't have a Twitter account. Yeah, we're we're active on there. Um, Send us a Gmail uh, at murdersenses at gmail.com. Yeah, you can send us suggestions or ask questions. There's also answering questions on Spotify. Yeah. An option. Patreon. We have a Patreon. Yeah, go check out our Patreon. We're going to be messing with the tiers a little bit. Um, we'll be so around, it's not set in, set in stone for the time being. The prices, the um, aspects, uh, benefits. No, nothing's set in stone right now, but we do have a Patreon. Yeah. It's up, it's running. Um, go check it out. Go check <laughs> it out! Yeah! <laughs> so, that's all, and... I hope you guys have a great whatever time it is. You you already know it's nighttime for us. Oh yes, <laughs> we already said it's it. Always nighttime yeah, for us. It's bedtime. Um, I thought there was something outside the window that just took my attention There's right away. Okay, it's it's okay. My attention span's gone. We gotta go. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> just see you guys. <laughs>